0: Ba-ba-ba.
1: Welcome to the wee are not prepared with your hosts Byron Jackson and Byron Jackson and Mark Ivy Byron Byron That's and, how Adam Sandler would say your
0: name if he was on the SNL still Byron Jackson Byron Jackson We do Cajun
1: man Anyways I have not got that one I do get a lot from the movie Friday when the lady goes And so people will say that all the time.
0: I thought about Friday yesterday. The ice cream man was rolling through my neighborhood. I was like, I just always go back to Friday and think of that ice cream man.
1: So, yeah, every black community I go to, I guess that's like the, that is like in black communities, Friday is like, initiation, if you're really black.
0: Well, two of the funniest people alive in that... Or, well, they're not alive now. Um, John Witherspoon and Bernie Mac. Yeah, Bernie Mac. Was they a, make me laugh so hard. Bernie Mac is, was... he's He just has to look
1: at you and you laugh. Bernie Mac was a funny, funny.
0: So funny. But funny. John Witherspoon's so funny, too. Now, which one was he? Pops.
1: Oh, yes. yes. I mean,
0: he's like... He he makes my stomach hurt. I laugh so hard with him.
1: Him in the bathroom. Actually, yeah. my my dad was like that in the bathroom. Yeah, my dad would like get up, take a doo doo. What he says, doo doo. <laughs> my dad would get up at um, like about three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and we had one bathroom, and he would go in, and you had to do your business before he got there because he He'd would be shut in there. it down. For two or three hours. Oh, man. He had a radio in there, a TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was a little little city. (laughs) (laughs) George Foreman before that was even a minute. (laughs) He was in there. He'd come out. Then he would leave, and we wouldn't see him. So we were good, but, boy, if he was there. (laughs) Well, today's show, our, our today's show is on We're Not Prepared. And if you're wondering what we do here... We just aren't prepared. We believe that the spirit will flow into this booth, hit both of us in the bed, and we will both be able to just spout wisdom.
0: Yes, and whether that's true or not, Do do stories from your father to a good hamburger we had, do do. The spirit will get you.
1: Now, what did your and your family, what did they call going to the pot? Uh, that's a
0: uh, my dad's dump taking a dump. Your dad's taking that dump. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. But taking a dump my mom. So there's three, I got two brothers, my dad, my, my poor mom. So she just, I mean, she didn't have a name for anything. She just, she
1: just let us go. Now in our family was doing your business, doing your business. Do you need to go to the bathroom boy and do your business? I'm not
0: doing my coffee yet. But.
1: <laughs> no. So I was listening to, um, do you ever listen to any Marvin Gaye? Of course. I was listening to Aretha Franklin sing, Holy, Holy, Holy. Oh man, that will make your neck hair stand up. It's very, very good. The songs, the words in there, can't we all like live together? Come to, can we all come together? Which would be good for us. Speaking of coming together, let's talk about things that split us apart. Real quick though, how how
0: insane is that that yeah, you know, I know those aren't exact well you can you can play it either way. Aretha she has a million songs that have those messages Marvin or yeah, Marvin Gaye and what they were going through in that time to have that message. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like how ang I mean I would be so we kind of got into this last time just, but like the anger, and I'm sure they're obviously had angry moments and stuff we'll never know about, but to, um, find that through their songs and lyrics and as all that crap's going on is their message is still peaceful. Let's just get along.
1: Yes. Um, I think the songs that came out of the sixties and seventies really try to have messages Like I was reading this article by the guy that started Rolling Stone Magazine, Mm. Jan Wiener. Wiener. Stein. He's not the owner anymore, but he was saying he remembers doing this uh, picture with Yoko and John Lennon that was nude Mm. and how they did that to make a statement. I don't know what the statement was.
0: John, put your pants back on. My God.
1: But uh, it was more of a political statement where, like, J-Lo will take her clothes off now, but it's so that she will get fans. And how so our messages, we don't have, like, clear messages anymore of what we're trying to say to people. So it's just.
0: What was their message? I don't know. I I wonder. I don't know. they They didn't post it in Rolling Stones, did they? It was
1: a cover. Oh, it was a cover and uh, one of the reasons is they wouldn't let them use it for an album cover Mm. and so they said well screw this and then they did it on Rolling Stone so theirs was actually more of a statement
0: you don't think it was to sell more records or more magazines
1: Um, for Wiener it was to sell more magazines for sure for John and Yoko. I just think the songs that came out of the 60s and 70s. I no,
0: mean- 100%. 100%. And the older I get, not that I'm, I'm 33 years old, but the older I get, the more I find myself listening to lyrics. I yeah. was talking about this with my wife the other day. Like, growing up, like, I'll, I'll listen back to songs and be like, oh, my goodness. Like, I did not understand or ever care to really listen to that song because they can be a – a deep dark song that you're tapping your foot to the whole yeah, time, you know? Yeah, and yeah. then you, you'd actually listen. You're like, Oh,
1: there's uh some truth in there. There, there is. So I miss that. And now I guess you will have music bannings. Although re- NWA, I remember when they had protests to ban NWA music, because they said it was like the destruction of the world.
0: Yeah, the police arrested him during a show.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, but I mean, that made them more popular. Which brings me to our subject of not being prepared for today. Book banning. Book banning. Book banning. Bum 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 boom. Yeah,
0: people were like oh what's the topic today we're like book banning book. we have books we, we're going to ban so funny so you you text me and you said hey what about banning books and um and so when i was at in colorado springs on vacation um I, they had like this little so you were there at the, at, so at the Broadmoor, did you go in that library? Yes. Where yes. they got like the ladder? Yes. Yeah. So I went up there or I just, you know, messed around on the ladder. Really? That's why I go to libraries just to get on the ladder. Um, and anyway, so I was like looking at the books and I did see, um, which has been getting attention lately, uh, uh, to kill a mockingbird. I thought that was a banned book, but I guess it's not. I have no idea. I. I think – I'm pretty sure I've heard that schools – so, like, schools used to – that used to be a mandatory uh, mandatory, mandatory piece of yes. literature,
1: and I don't believe it is anymore. No, it's non-mandatory. Right. So, here's my thinking. The whole reason I brought this up, it's selfish purposes, is that – so, for years, like, I order probably a book a month off of Amazon. I say, this is the greatest book since sliced bread. I give it to people. I give the books to people. Maybe thousands. One out of a thousand will actually read the book. People just don't read. And so I go, really, you think about this strategy. The moment you say we're banning this, suddenly people want to read this. And so you're actually making people go out and read the book where they wouldn't even have paid. You could have set these books in the library <laughs> That's a good point. for 20,000 years. Nobody would have pulled that off the shelf at all. The moment you say we're banning this, people go, I got to read that book. And so I just think it's not the greatest strategy in the world to ban the books because you're going to make people go, it's kind of like going, Mark, do not hang around with Byron. No matter what I say, then you're going to go the hell with that. I'm going to. Yeah. Hang now, up. what's what's it all? What's this all about? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was. That's so funny. First off, it's a great point because you're right. Like it gets, it goes from we shouldn't. Someone, you know, we shouldn't be reading this. That's how offensive it is. But then once it gets on that list, it's, you know, I'll pay a hundred dollars on eBay for this book. <laughs> you know, and. I was listening to this, uh, Sam Murrell, this comedian, uh, we can cut this if, uh, it's inappropriate, but he was talking about that. He's like something about Dr. Seuss, you know, is, is banned or canceled, whatever. He was like, well, I'm pretty sure he's dead. You know, like, let's just assume any, any one 75 years back, 80 years back, honey, there were some problems. Right. And so he, he talks about, uh, he goes, all right, I'm, I'm reading my kid a book, you know, cat in the hat. He's like, no, no, no. I got the good stuff. <laughs> Let me get out Doctor Seuss's Jew in the Zoo. And like,
1: <laughs> I paid a hundred bucks
0: yeah, for this. Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, yeah, he goes. I paid, I paid big bucks for this one. Let me, yeah, yeah, hang tight, kid. But no, it's like I know it's a funny example, of it, but it's true. Yeah, it's so true. Yes, it's, uh, So are you gonna give your fr- your friends your band book? <laughs>
1: books? That's what I should start doing. I should just order band books. Byron's Band Book Club. Byron's Band Book Club. And, um, and then people will not read those either. (laughs) People just don't people's reading attention span. is very short. Do you read? I listen now. I mean, do you listen much?
0: Um, I'm starting to, so I went, when I started losing my vision, um, and this happened, it went, it was, it was over a long, probably like over 10 years I did not pick up a book probably. And, um, and I just never really gave audio a chance, but then I gave it a chance and not only do I enjoy it, but I, I retain it more. So now even like it's getting tough to read, like if I got a five page PDF document, I got to go through, I'll, I'll click the audio button and make it read to me because I get through it like a normal sighted person would. And I'll, I also retain a lot of it uh, more. So starting to, if you give me an audio book
1: on your list, I will listen to it. I will, I will do that. I will be open and do audio books. Just
0: make sure it has pictures in there.
1: <laughs> like Playboy pictures. Yeah, and now then they can describe it to me. How would they describe, since we're, uh, so let's say Playboy magazine and you're blind. Mm-hmm. Do Does it describe the picture to you?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I heard people <laughs> just read it for the articles, though. <laughs> <laughs> I heard people used to always say that. They got some really good articles in there. If you just give it a, you know. All right, we digress. Yeah, that's okay. no. We'll. Uh, I'll have to talk to my my blind community and figure out that you know <laughs> maybe we can start a new enterprise.
1: Because i was just wondering, like, how do you, do you go? Like, does Zadio go centerfold naked lady? Maybe, maybe,
0: yeah, maybe. Which doesn't do her much justice. But.
1: So so then the sexiness of the picture would have to do with the audio person's des- description. Mm-hmm. So if he goes, centerfold, naked lady. You got the voice down. Yeah, Thank you very much.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like this. Yeah. Long blonde hair,
0: pink toenails.
1: That's true. You know, I actually, Fungus. I actually had a friend that was in, um, I grew up Candy loving. <laughs> no. Okay, I had a friend that got into Playboy. And so um so my dad remember going to the bathroom, circling back to my dad in the bathroom. He had a stack of Playboys in there. Yeah. And so I grew up like with just Playboys and penthouses in the bathroom. I mean there would be Instead of Reader's Digest, you would go into our bathroom, which may be why he was in there so long for so many hours. <laughs> Any, You're kind of dressed like Hugh Hefner, too, by the way. Maybe that's where you got your style from, <laughs> your loud colors. That is true. So anyway, so I never really consciously thought about Playboy until – so I had this friend, and they had Girls of the Big Eight, which – the big 12 was used to be the big eight. Mm-hmm. And she says, I, I mean, we're just buddies. She says, I'm going to do this. And so she went and she did. And she goes, I got picked. And so we were all excited. And, so
0: like the colleges for like the big eight and Playboy, they're picking college women?
1: Yeah. Okay. And they would go to each town and okay. that college. And then they would do a photo shoot with these women they picked. And so they picked this uh this friend of mine who we were like buddies. And so we're all excited. I get the magazine, I open it to her picture, and I go, I can't look at her. This is like my friend. Yeah. And uh, then I started thinking, well, everybody in here is somebody's friend or daughter or sister. And I couldn't I couldn't do I couldn't do porn. I couldn't watch porn after that because I started seeing how we objectified females. And how uh, we just started looking at them is body parts versus Mm -hmm. there's a person there.
0: My mom used to always like strip clubs and stuff trying to, you know, tell me and my brothers, of course, stay out of them. And she would always use that to this day, always think that's someone's daughter. And I know everyone says that, but I mean, it's definitely true. You don't think about it till it's your daughter. Uh, see, I'll punch this microphone off right now if you if I if you put that picture in my head.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Oh my God! You think of that? And yeah, I couldn't even. And so we do that so easily to to uh, females, and I it just really made me. Dude, my head's hot. <laughs> just thinking about it. Am I building your anger?
0: I just. It's just you, you're you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Uh I said candy loving. Just side note because. Margaret upstairs went to uh, in her sorority at OU. There was a girl named Candy Lovin. She says it's her birth name, and she she was in Playboy. Yeah, so that's why I, I was like, maybe it's the same person.
1: <laughs> no, there's no, there's a lot of people. It's so funny. It's just we're just in such a different time now because, uh, like the Hugh Hefner play Playboy Club, people used to look forward to. I mean all these big stars would go there. Yeah. And it was like it was going to have tea. But now I'm They're mean, all shut down, I think. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't get away with that now. So we're banning books. So any book that you would ban. Um I don't know. I found No. One. I found one. Instructions on how to put stuff together. Where there are no words and it's just pictures, ban it. It would be, be it would be banned. Put it on the board. It's on the board. We're banning instruction manuals where they're hold, just pictures. Hold on, though. So,
0: so would you ban you as a, as a black man? Would you want a book with with racist things within it banned or? Do you I don't know what I'm trying to say like at at what point is it is it okay to say you're not allowed to read that at all person whoever you are
1: you're not allowed to read it I just think it's a slippery slope yeah I I for me no just because uh, I I want to give artists the freedom to create art and people to express and so And within
0: that mindset, there's going to be some crap that falls through the cracks, but you're still allowing
1: people to be people. Yeah. I just don't think you could dictate. I mean, I think the much deeper problem isn't what people are writing. It's, you know, what goes under that? How do we treat each other? How do we feel about each other? Um, I think those are the, that's what. You know, if I, I have a lot of hatred for you, don't we want to deal with the hatred versus trying to stop you from saying naughty words? I mean Aretha Franklin. you yes. Full circle. Yeah. Start out with it, end with it. Yeah, yeah. Mark, <laughs> this has been uh fun. This is uh Byron Jackson and Mark Ivy, And we are, are not, not that prepared. We're not even prepared on how we say we're not prepared, which is Uh, part of it. Adios. (laughs) See ya.